I can almost smell again. <laughs> Why did I save last Thursday's paper? That's the last time you were in this room. No, I don't save papers. Why was it in my briefcase? I don't know, but I saved everything I ripped from that day, too. We did a uh, show Thursday, didn't we? Yep. Yeah, we did. Yeah. Yep. Okay. How about we just do it as a poll question? How should we talk about? <laughs> I, I was having a laugh, Joe. Okay. He just uh -oh. naturally fits in where DeSantis and Haley don't. It's hard to believe. He doesn't give <clears throat> a bleep about some farmer in Iowa, but he gets along with them and appears more real to them than Haley or DeSantis. I cannot wait till the roommate gets home tonight so we can continue no the, the fight is actually over now and i get to um i get to throw it in her face who's the guy that dropped out with the unpronounceable name so last night she's trying to tell him we got in a big fist fight too she broke uh, <laughs> knocked out a few of my teeth i broke her jaw um we both <laughs> had black guys we really kicked each other's ass That's pretty good um we got in a big fight over who we like with the Republicans, and she accused me of liking that gal because she's a gal, and she liked the guy who uh, whose last name we can't pronounce. And, and I kept telling her, the country isn't going to vote for some hooplehead who we can't even remember his last name. I don't care what the issues are. He's not going to win. And well, oh, she dropped out. <laughs> not last night, though. We didn't know it last night right. when we were fighting. And uh, today we find out he dropped out. I get to go home and say, I won. I won. <laughs> and he's a winner. Woohoo. And that won't serve me well. Nope. Will, <laughs> yeah, good that luck. Will be a, that will be a bad thing. <laughs> nope, if I were you, I'd never say a word about it. I'll be sleeping in the truck. <laughs> Rookie, why did I save last Thursday's paper? Why? Okay, John. Kenny. Nothing in it. You're not paying attention, so I have to answer your question. Yes, sir. Hold on, I'm backing up here oh, on my yeah. Google so I can get this gal's name. I'm watching a movie now. Um, it's called Walk in the Wild Side from 1960, starring a lady named Capucine. 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 C a p u. C I N E. She was a model, French model. Huh. Never heard she of her. She was also in, I think, the first. She was also in the first Pink Panther movie, I think. Yeah, you got her pulled up? I do, yep. Do you remember her? I don't. I have no idea who she is. So you can't help me with the pronunciation? I, uh, I can't. Give it a shot. I'd say Capucine, probably, right? Don't you think? 
Capucino. I, I don't know. Maybe there's some French in there I, I don't get. How to pronounce. Here we go. <coughs> Excuse me. <clears throat> Capucine. 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 Oh, she died kind of young, man. Um, Suicide. Hi. Spots. Yes, sir. Let's do that. Huh. So that whole let's be in here and ready to go by 11.50, that's not going to happen in 2024? <laughs> Chris, I gave up on that two years ago when I said, you know, let's have a show meeting every day at 11.30. Yep. And that lasted exactly one day. Yep. It's yeah. like um, we, we should start, we should talk about having Fridays off. <laughs> or, uh, we should go to Nashville. Go up to the old radio. Or Those are working. <laughs> Kenny, I need seafoam and maple grove out of you today. Oh, her old bit has the pronunciation, Kenny. Capucine. Capucine. Yep. Capucine. Capucine. <clears throat> so I just want everybody to know when I get the email about not being here for the council, I'm not get I'm just gonna forward it. <laughs> I'm not responding to it anymore. <laughs> You hear that, town council? Uh, Rook, I need uh, zero res, Masonic, and Welter. Zero The Cowboys fire McCarthy yet, John? Not that I'm aware of, sir. I cannot believe your team kicked the sh hell out of them like the way they did. Well, I thought they did oh, well. I was here's an interesting, uh, big. John, here's an interesting breakdown um, regarding yesterday, last night. Over just a little bit over 2 million registered voters in Iowa, 718,000 registered Republicans. Yeah. 102,000 people voted. Wow. Not very 53,219 huh? voted for Trump. Wow. Well, I, his that's metrics, only, I'm sorry. She ahead. says that's 14%. Yeah, that's about right. Yeah. Uh, uh, and this is a Democrat, too, because she's ripping him. Go ahead. I also saw a metric that said his people thought he'd get 60, around 62% of the vote, and he ended up with 50 for what that's worth. Yeah. This gal says this will be a rematch between Biden and Trump. It's going to be like 2020. Only Biden will win by an even bigger margin. That's what she said. Yeah, that's what she said. Literally. Uh, yeah, actually. Yeah. <laughs> but like John was saying earlier, and not to bring something off the council on, but how can we tell based upon what happened? And you know what I mean? Well, Chris, uh, yeah. I don't think. I don't think Iowa's a good margin. Two summers ago, I was in Iowa. I uh, bought a piece of equipment from a guy down there, and I asked him, I said, well, how come I don't see Trump signs all over? I see them all over Minnesota, all over the Dakotas. How come I don't see any in Iowa? He goes, well, that'd just be redundant. Huh. <laughs> well, but Cruz beat Trump in Iowa last time. That was just one guy's opinion, but that's what he said. It's just so like, he was assuming that man. virtually everybody in Iowa is for Trump. I uh, I did a little driving over the weekend. Yeah, oh, was that for real? You yeah. really did that? We didn't make it though. 
How far did you make it? Erie, Pennsylvania. My kid was crushed. But we had to be safe. I mean, we, even if we if we wanted to go, we wouldn't have been able to because there was a travel ban. Which it's was just you two? Yeah, just me and William. The little guy didn't. I, he, I wanted him to come. To, he said, no, I'm going to stand with mom. Well, okay, bud. <laughs> <laughs> Why don't you go to Dallas and see a real team, pal? <laughs> um, but here's what's funny. So I was in Toledo Sunday morning. That's and I thought, well, we'll just go and see how bad it is. I, there, there was no snow on the ground, but it just hovered over the stadium, basically. Hmm. Story coming on the weekly scramble later today. <laughs> but we thought about going to the Detroit game since we were right there. But they were charged. Yeah, I, we were going to go. Kid? William, huge Bill's and Josh <coughs> Allen fan. How far did you get? Eerie. And then you learned it was Well, she she called me and said, "You cannot take him in this weather." I said, "It's not. I I have encountered zero bad weather." And of course, I'm not going to jeopardize our safety. What if you would have, like in Erie, taken 86 yeah. inland to get away from the lake? That's. I was thinking about that, Kenny. Just driving kind of around it, and then and then going 219 north yeah, right into Buffalo. That's what we were thinking about doing. Because the thing that stunk is, he had <clears throat> my buddy had tickets to the Sabers game yesterday too, and in, in the suite, so we <clears throat> could have done that done the Bills game, help them shovel out that stadium, which is they were paying people 25 bucks an hour to come shovel out the stadium. Like, how cool of an experience would that have been? That would have been awesome. But the, the It is a dump. But it's a great place to watch a ball game, man. When did you leave the Twin Cities? We left my house 10 a.m. Saturday. 94? Yep, straight through Chicago. To 90? Yep. And stayed the first night in Toledo. Yep. Is that about 10, 10 hours? Mm, just about, yep. Doors? Just huh. about. Interesting. Yeah. It's, it's not a bad trip. It really isn't. All right. Um, Joel, are you ready? I am. I am rolling. Fratelloni's Hardware and Garden Stores brings you Garage Logic Podcast number 1,225. January 16th, 2024, 46 degrees on this day in 1961. 1961 hardly ever comes up as a year. It's kind of a forgotten year. Okay. And 29 below on this day in 1888. Hail the flashlight, King. Hail you! And now, from the mayor's office above the boathouse on the east shore of Spoon Lake, it's Garage Logic with Chris Reavers, Manning Technology Corner. Kenny Olson from the Krabby Coffee Shop, John Hype in the newsroom, and of course, the rookie. Here is your flashlight king, fireworks commissioner, and the keeper of common sense, your mayor, Joe Sushi. My, how times have changed. <laughs> oh, oh, oh. Yes, sir. Yes, they have. Change your mind. Sanibel Jim was reading the, uh, a little feature in the Duluth News Tribune called Bygones. And on January 13th, 1954, the following appeared in the Duluth News Tribune. Alvin T. Stolen, 
Duluth's superintendent of schools said that under no circumstances will schools close due to cold weather. Superior's policy is to close schools when temperatures are at 30 below and combined with high winds. Now, the times have changed. Yeah, I'll say. I'll say. We we were not weak back then. No. Have we closed any schools this week or today? Last week we did, didn't we? My my town did yesterday. All right. How is everybody? Grand. Just wonderful. Mind your own business. (laughs) And I... I, uh, Listen, you piece of hay chewing bib wow. of raw wearing what, rube. What did Kenny do? Well, What's the problem, my friend? Mind, just my said, mind your own business. Oh, oh. <laughs> it doesn't even register with me anymore. You know, Kenny says that. I uh, <laughs> had, a little, had a little fun at your expense uh, via text messages over the weekend. Uh, you really could have. You really could have shown me if you would have up and died. Then I would have felt bad about all the wow. grief I gave you over the wow, weekend. But right here now? you are alive and really well, Let's, and you actually look good, Let's too. peel the curtain. You know what Kenny is with the group text message? Kenny's your buddy at the bar who starts flapping his yap, maybe even <laughs> throws a haymaker, then runs for the door. Yeah, yeah. The minute he's uninterested, he's gone. He's out. He's gone. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. This, yeah. this came up last week. We might have discussed it, however, briefly, and, and it's now too late to discuss it again at length, but it certainly bears mentioning because I can't stop thinking of Marx Brothers movies. In fact, I... I went down a rabbit hole after I read this and was reading about Marx Brothers movies. Hmm. (laughs) Five top officials with the Metro Transit and the Metropolitan Council will ride the Metro's two light rail trains throughout this week as part of their first ever listening sessions tour, an effort to connect with everyday riders and hear passenger concerns and feedback. At this point, I'm starting to see the Marx Brothers. (laughs) <laughs> the officials will board at 15 Green Line and Blue Line stations throughout the week, including Union Depot, Snelling Avenue, Lake Street, Midtown, and Mall of America stations, among others. The officials include Met Council Chair Charlie Zell, Metro Transit GM Leslie Candaris, Metro Transit Police Chief Ernest Morales III, I'm really getting into the Marx Brothers now because these are all people like from made up country in right. Europe or something. <laughs> uh, Metro Transit Chief Operating Officer Brian Funk and Met Council Transportation Chair Deb Barber. Officials were scheduled to ride the Blue Line Tuesday and Wednesday, uh, Tuesday and Thursday. On Wednesday, the schedule called for meeting riders between 7.15 and 7.45 a.m., at the Warehouse District, Hennepin Avenue Station, and then riding eastbound to Union Depot Station in St. Paul with stops at, (coughs) excuse me, I'm fine, but I have to cough occasionally. (laughs) Union Depot Station with stops at Snelling Avenue Station from 8 to 8.30 and whatever. An additional stop was, okay, shorter, okay. Metro Council and Metro Transit officials are seeking feedback on the 40 goals outlined in their safety and security action plan. How are they going to get home? I have never seen, and I've seen a lot, Hmm. I've never seen a public officials this tone deaf. Oh, you haven't seen the latest. What's the latest? It's on uh, American Experiment. Yeah. 
from yesterday. Headline, angry riders vent as transit officials tout light rail safety plan. And evidently, all these angry riders went to the Metro Transit's Facebook page and let them have it. The quotes are fantastic. I have never seen anyone more optically yes. tone deaf in yeah. my life than to show up with their own personal security agencies <laughs> carrying guns yeah. to have yeah. a listening session yeah. with passengers on the train, yes. most of whom at 7 in the morning probably weren't bent on any destruction anyway. <laughs> True. Yeah, they they're going at a safe time. They're, they're running at a safe time. Uh, and I just thought if this was still active in the news, we'd have to get a hold of Charlie Zell and just say, how could you be this stupid? <laughs> how could you be this blindly stupid? But is this a sign of them knowing that there is actual trouble? And them no. saying, see, see, no. look, everything's fine. No, 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 that gives them too much credit. Well, that's what something. I was going to say, because otherwise, why would they be doing this? Because they're morons. All right. And it, it's their third rail people who have been insulated from reality. They're the Marx Brothers being followed around by the fake army that the Marx Brothers just appointed in the country of Olagalawea. You gotta, you have to let me read this one, and I'm going to read it as it's written. I'm not going to fix it, Okay. People are right there, are drug heads on the trains all through the day and nighttime hours, smoking, drinking, putting their feet, apostrophe S, on seats. I have seen people get killed on the train. Where is the police for this? No question mark, just a period. Uh, but there's real true rage here. Here's another one. Everything is gross and filthy. There's urine, feces, vomit, blood, syringes, food, etc. on every surface of the light rail and the stations. The only time I have ever seen anyone clean was the U.S. Bank Stadium light rail before the Taylor Swift concert, and that was subpar. I found two uncapped, dirty syringes on the ground that the cleaning crew missed. And it goes on and on like that, Joe. They're really letting them have it. Well, this was last week, and it happened, and I suppose they're touting it as some sort of success. Uh, but I just couldn't help let that go without no, without. No, you're absolutely mention. right. And we talked about uh, this a little bit. Maybe it was off the air last Thursday, and we decided the best thing to do for these people, if they really want a true glimpse of what happens, is ride by themselves undercover. At all times of day, don't take the big crew, don't take your um, the police or your bodyguards or anybody like that, and then you'll see what really goes on. Yeah, don't tell a soul. Right. And that's how you're going to find out. And that that won't happen. That's, no, no. It's not going to happen. And for the low, low price of $3,100 a foot, they can take it to Eden Prairie as soon as 2028. <laughs> yeah. That's so funny. $3,100 a foot. That pig is going to cost us. It's, uh, <laughs> we're going to have to, uh, did you follow the uh, caucuses in Iowa? Oh, boy. Not only did Trump win, there's there's 99 counties in Iowa. Yeah. He won 98. And the one he lost. What percentage is that? And the one he lost. <laughs> The one he lost, he lost by one vote. Right. In Johnson County, Nikki Haley 
beat him by one vote. He won 90, well, let's just call it all of them. <laughs> he won all of the counties, you know, all of them. What are we to glean? We're to glean that we're going to have to bring back a phrase from 2016 and 2017. And that's why Trump got elected. As you look around at the insanity of this country, I'm going to have to get comfortable with the idea that he's addressing the insanity of this country. I just think what Iowa showed us, and we talked about this He's insane, but but he's addressing the insanity of the country. I'm going to put myself in this camp because I had the tirade last week. I think this. I think people are fed up. I really do. Well, no, no bleep, as we say. That's what yeah. you're. But now we have and, evidence, and that's why Trump got elected. Yep. Okay, but what percent? The percentage of voters that came out is not 100 oh percent of Iowa. <clears throat> John, you didn't happen to save what I told you. I, did I you? have it in my head what you said. Yes. Tell me, because uh, I can't find the tweet now. Of the, uh, I think it was close to 80,000 registered Republicans. Two million people in Iowa. Yeah, 80,000 yeah. registered Republicans, and 14% of those registered Republicans voted. Or caucused, like not voted, yeah, caucused. Not right I'll, I'll find it. That's, that's a little off. Uh, that's my ray of hope, is that there's... Those were the probably the people that voted for Trump. There were the January Sixers. I'm not looking for a ray of hope. Uh, this has to be taken just as seriously as possible. This guy uh, is identifying more with the people of Iowa than DeSantis could, than Haley could, than Ram Samwami could. He's now dropped out. Uh, will Haley and DeSantis follow suit? Well, they'll stick. They'll stick it out through New Hampshire. Through New Hampshire for sure. True. Yeah, it's true. But I don't think I was always a bellwether either. Remember, Cruz won it in 2016. So I, I don't. I don't know that you can throw your ring or hat in the ring at this point. Well, but I certainly am able to say that it's terribly impressive. To win ninety-eight out of ninety-nine counties, that—that's. I, I don't know Iowa politics, but I would say that's never been done before. Hmm. I mean, that's incredible. But look at look at what's happened in the country. You got a border crisis. You've got three Ivy League presidents revealing their true nature and the true nature of the failed academy when they testified before Congress. You've got a state flag in Minnesota that was hurried into production to mean nothing. The list is endless, what's happening to the country. And Trump, as, as as implausible as it is, keeps emerging as the guy on the white horse. Yes, uh, you in the back. This comes from Twitter, so take that into consideration. It comes from a gal named Ashley Votes Blue. She's anti-Trump. She lives in Iowa. Here's what she said. Here's the caucus breakdown. There's just over 2 million registered voters. There's 718,000 
registered Republicans. 102,000 people voted. 53,219 voted for Trump. She says that's 14% of Republicans. Mm -hmm. This, uh, and this is her opinion now, she says, this will be a rematch between Biden and Trump. It's going to be like 2020, only Biden will win by an even bigger margin. So take that or leave it. But that's what uh, that's what I was referring to earlier. And those numbers are correct. I just verified it also with the two different yeah. news reports. Uh, not her theory there about what's going to happen what, in general, but those numbers. What this, this confirms what we were saying um, last week before, um, I think it was both on Wednesday and Thursday, that if you want to win and you're a, a Republican, if you want to win the endorsement, you cannot bash Trump. Yes. The information that you guys just gave, John, are you saying that it's too small of a sample size to make a large, I guess, what are you trying to say? Yeah, I think that's, I guess that would be my conclusion. I didn't say that, but I guess that would probably be my conclusion. Also, caucuses are different than primaries. It's not the same as, you know, the caucuses are run by the party. They're not run by the state, whereas That's primaries true. are run by the state. Yep. So, I mean, it's a whole different ballgame. But certainly it's an indicator, I think, of where things may be headed. But What do you, you suppose know. will happen in New Hampshire? Yeah, that's that's a good question. I know the polls now, Haley's almost uh, what, within three, according to the polls, of Trump. So who knows? But I, didn't, I you know guys, didn't you guys all along just anticipate that Trump was going to get the nomination? Because I certainly I, did. I did, yes. Yeah. yeah. Trump continues to do something that... All of his challengers, beginning six years ago, seven years ago, he continues to do something that all of his challengers, I say, can't do, and that is he's not a, he doesn't act like a politician. Yeah, but he doesn't DeSantis, act like a regular human either. DeSantis and Haley are full of political jargon. Yes. Yeah, Jordan. they're following the mm -hmm. they're following the the, the playbook mold. Mold. of a of a politician. Okay. Trump has never been interested in that. It worked for him in 2016. He hasn't changed that view. He doesn't come across as a politician. What's going to happen yeah. if if he's elected? What, what will? It all depends on his own behavior, I guess. The Democrats are going to say he's not my president. I'm moving to Canada, and and none of them will. Right? The, what are the? How are the Republicans going to receive him? And I don't mean the January Sixers. I mean all of us sitting at the table here who are middle of the road. Uh, I mean, will it be? Will it be? Turmoil? I'll answer. I'll answer rookie's question because of what I said earlier. I think so many people are now fed up. If let's just say he is elected, I think. A lot of people, I'll throw myself in, in, in this. I don't identify with what's currently going on in, in the White House. All of this, all of this woke nonsense, this is not the country that I grew up in and the country that I recognize. And I think that's why a lot of people are fed up. This is not the country that they that they believed in. Am I wrong? No. No. <clears throat> the question that gets asked over and over, and we talked about this a little bit before we even signed on with the town council is how well the economy was perceived, maybe it truly was, doing really well while Trump was in office. And Joe, you brought up an example from some of your friends um, up around Brainerd, if I remember right. 
I remember going to a boat show in Brainerd in 2018 and having to use a taxi service. And the gal who ran it was just went on and on and on about how much she loved the economy and they had to buy another car. Yeah. In Brainerd, where they're saying, what's the demand, you know, but she's getting so, the demand. And, and, and it just it was everywhere I touched, in a restaurant or wherever. Man, the economy's great. We love this. And, so with that in mind, to answer Matthew's question, what I foresee happening, whether it's real or perceived, is that things could possibly turn around. More people are going to spend. Businesses are going to do better. More people are going to advertise on GL. The five of us are going to do better. That's the only example I can come up with. I'm hoping farmers will do better. I'm hoping, but I have nothing to base that on. Under, and I Under Trump, you mean. Under Trump. And I don't even know if, if it's perceived or if it's a reality as far as the economy goes. And okay. I also believe that the border is what's killing this administration. That's, yeah, that's, I think that's a huge issue. That's a big deal. And now I'm reading today that uh, New York is sending uh, sending them our way. They're re-gifting yep. them to us. That's nice of them. And the more they get spread out throughout the union, the, the, the more the people are going to be PO'd about that issue. Okay, Trump has proved something. Hmm. Uh, I'll give you the answer in a moment. Can I share one quick? I, I made a little drive in that direction, Ken. Yesterday, I noticed a convoy of at least 25 coach buses just traveling the same direction I was. I don't think it was a sports team. Well, what, what are you talking about? What, for, what Kenny just said. I, what did for, he just say? Brand new for delivery, right, Chris? I'm I'm only making a, 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 a casting a judgment. Is that how you? You made it? the moronic decision to drive to Buffalo Saturday. <laughs> My son and I were going to attend the Bills game on Sunday. And you were you were heading into, uh, 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 you were heading into hell, right? In terms of the weather, and the game was postponed to yesterday. Yeah, so we turned so, around and came back home, right? Sunday morning. Trump has proven something. Hmm. Why don't you all give me your answer when we come back? Oh, okay. Boy. All right. My garage door guy is the whole family. Precision garage door of the Twin Cities and Western Wisconsin. They're growing. They need new members. They pay well, and people love to work there because they're so damn competent. When you call Precision Garage Door of the Twin Cities or you get to them online, they start communication with you and say, okay, we're an hour out, or here, here we are. Let's fix this thing, and they get it done in one visit because their trucks are loaded with the stuff. Mm -hmm. they, you know what they got? Stuff. They got stuff. They got sprint. Now, how many times have you had the garage guy come over and he goes, I just don't have that piece in the truck. I hate when that happens. I don't like when that yeah, happens. I want the garage, door, that, uh, door, garage guy. door guy to say, I have that in the truck. Right here. I got the spring. Uh, to, which, uh, to which I say, wonderful. And they fix it. Okay, they fix everything, including install a new door if you need one. Uh, it's a GLR-owned business. You're getting the entire family. Put this telephone number in your contacts, 612-263-6985, or find them at precisiondoormn.com. Yep. I didn't know that was going to come up, Kim, but, and I didn't see the story until I got home, but I would say 25 coach buses on the Ohio Turnpike. And I was thinking, well, and these buses are what? Now you lost me. What are you talking about? Kenny said that New York is going to, this was a Center for the American Experiment, right? Oh, oh that's I get what it. Was. Okay. Yeah, I was confused too. 
they're gonna they're they don't have any more room at the inn. A lot of people, and so they're sending migrants to our state of Minnesota because we are a sanctuary and state. They're rejecting that because it's so. Too you damn saw cold. buses eastbound, westbound. And down? I'm sorry, westbound. On the meaning they're headed this up. way. I, I'm not well, going to say that, but I just said that would be an odd coincidence. They can't do that. They're going to do what they say can't be. But yeah, these were these that. were pristine, and they were and they all had. Look at me, focus. They all had the ex, the buses now. All had the exact same signage. It was you know, Ray's Bus Company, whatever. Not it was. Sons. No, I don't. I don't even want to indict the bus company. I don't want to say their name on that. So what do they do? They just pull right down in front of Tom Reed's and uh, open the doors and kick him out. Uh, basically. Uh, I wouldn't get out of that Brooke, bus. What are you doing? I don't think I'd get on that bus. Well, you're failing. Well, I know three times. You can't Jesus make it, Christ. There? You failed uh, again. I better do the double so wait, pump. I was going to say you weren't very good at throwing <laughs> the damn say. cup away. <laughs> So you go like this, double, double pump it. Oh, you mother trucker! What? We're on the council, right? Hello. You said trucker. He said trucker. Trucker, right? Matt, stop it! Pass it to you. Let's do it now. Do it. Throw it away. Throw it. Definition of insanity. Just keep trying. Did you you ever play sports? I mean, what? No. Oh, oh, did your dad ever throw, play catch throw it away? Oh, you throw like me. My throw. God, I'm gonna. You know what? I'm gonna call my wife and have her come throw hey, this. Hey, hey. <laughs> no, I'm touching it. Your Mother. lips touched. It. <clears throat> no, that was just ice. Look at that. I just sailed that cup into there. You did. Leland told Jess, "Mom, stop throwing like a girl." That's <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> my nine-year-old. <laughs> Take that. I am going to set that damn bottle Take on that. fire. Be- <laughs> All right. So here's what we're going to do. That was frightening. Kenny, give me one when we come back. Rook, before Joe breaks, please do one of yours. I have Masonic, Welter, and Zero Res. Zero Res. Zero res. You spell it forward or backwards. C-E-R-O-R-E-Z. Have you seen Jerry Jones with the... Um, Uncle Rico superimposed new quarterback. <laughs> no. Press conference. He's introducing his new quarterback, and they superimpose Uncle Rico's face. And then he says, how much you want to bet I can throw football over that mountain? It's really Philly, the Philly guy's going to lose his job. He's a douchebag. I the, can't stand uh, McCarthy's going to lose his job. Yeah. Royce, the three weeping blondes. Wednesday, uh, Pitts, today, Pittsburgh the guy Wednesday. has had his run in Pittsburgh. Yeah. Uh, how about those green bushers? <laughs> how fun was that? Yeah, that's great. That was a lot of fun. Wait, hold on. Jordan the Packers were not what they thought they were. Jordan right. Love is better than we've been giving him credit for. Yeah, yeah well, that's I- great. I said he was fine starting on about game seven, but nobody would listen to me. I'm I'm with you. I don't want to talk. Come on. Let's just go here. You ready, Ken? All right, I'm rolling. Well, I did have something else. They did not know how. Monday Night Sports Talk. Perhaps that's today. That's today, Joe. Monday. He sure does. Tuesday Night Sports Talk. Yes, it is. (laughs) Yeah. We haven't done it on a Monday in six weeks. It's the end of the world as we know it. 
and he feels fine. Joe Souchere. Pretty easy to help your engine run better and last longer. Do it with Seafoam Motor Treatment. It cleans harmful gum and gunk and varnish from the entire fuel system. Safe, easy to use in all sorts of machinery, cars, trucks. Just pour it in the fuel tank, let it get to work. Uh, Seafoam also works great in your oil. I'm about to do this this afternoon uh, on the plow truck. Heavy oil residue and deposits form naturally over time. They can constrict oil flow. Uh, Seafoam gets rid of these residues and deposits so they can be drained away when it's time to change your oil. I'm going to dump a can in, run her for a few hours, and then change the oil. We can pick up uh, Seafoam virtually anywhere automotive products are sold. Auto parts stores, big retailers, little retailers, hardware, uh, farm stores, sea stores. A local company with a global reach and a true miracle in a world of bad gas. Seafoam. Rather than try to explain Trump, why don't I just present to you a, a variety of pieces that, I, that I've been reading about for the past few days. Okay. All right. Reavers, am I disturbing you? Not, not at all, Joe. All right. Reeves, I, just, I just got your text, no, I, uh, I just got your text. No, I was uh, corresponding with a salesperson about a client. I'll just read you a few things, and you tell me if you think... It might help answer Trump's popularity. The Federal Aviation Administration is actively recruiting workers who suffer severe intellectual disabilities, psychiatric problems, and other mental and physical conditions under a diversity and inclusion hiring initiative spelled out on the agency's website. Uh, as Kelsey noted, I... I wish I was making this up. Targeted disabilities are those disabilities that the federal government as a matter of policy is identified for special emphasis in recruitment and hiring. The FAA's website states they include hearing, vision, because you don't want anybody in the tower who can see. No, right. They gotta be blind. <laughs> yeah. Vision, missing extremities, partial paralysis, complete paralysis, epilepsy, severe intellectual disability, psychiatric disability, and dwarfism. What if you have all of them at the same time? Then you're going to be the head of the FAA. So you wouldn't want the dwarfism character holding the, the lights. He's tough on really low to the ground. You know. The initiative is part of the FAA's diversity and inclusion hiring plan, which says diversity is integral to achieving FAA's mission of ensuring safe and efficient travel across our nation and beyond. Well, that statement on the face of it is absurd. Why would hiring somebody with a psychiatric disability, for example, help the mission of safety and efficiency? Now, let me continue. The FAA's website shows the agency's guidelines on diversity. Hiring were last updated in 2022, this is uh, the FAA is overseen by Pete Buttigieg <laughs> and the Department of Transportation. Oh, good. I feel better. A government agency charged with regulating civil aviation. It employs roughly 45,000 people. All right. Uh, the put yourself in the we don't even have to look for the atlet. Just put yourself in our shoes. That, that makes no sense to me. 
I, I think kindness needs to be extended to anyone who's suffering some sort of uh, mental or physical disability. And uh, this country has gone a long way to ensure uh, reasonably fair treatment of people suffering from various ailments and what have you. But how does bringing a person with a severe intellectual disability on board to the FAA, how does that benefit the industry of flight? You're making too much sense. You're making too much sense. It doesn't. Now look at it through the eyes of America's current political life. Biden is all for this. It's his administration. Yep. Trump would look at this and say terribly uncouth things. Well, who are the people going to identify with? Well, they're going to identify with Trump. Well, half will. Okay, half will. I I, I can't I can't I don't want to live in a country where DEI is this absurd. And I don't know if we're able to link the two, but a lot of a lot of people were pointing out Alaskan Airlines' uh, focus on diversity, equity, and inclusion. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm not prepared to jump to the conclusion that their emphasis on D, uh, DEI led to a door, uh, a plug so, leaving the plane. I'm just yeah, connecting this. I don't want to belabor this, but... EOE. Office of Economic Opportunity. Equal Opportunity Opportunity Employer. Isn't that a law? (laughs) That's a law, right? Yes. So, uh, assuming then that the FAA is an EOE. Yes. Why are we doing this? Because there's a the uh, the, the the great pushes on for DEI. It's it's the ruinous thing in this country. If you have a position where somebody with a brain injury or a learning disability or whatever can fit in, hire them. Go ahead. Yeah. What's the big deal? As long as no harm is done to the individual and it doesn't slow down operations, everything runs smoothly, big deal. But like you said, Joe, no, let's match up the position with the person. Electric cars. Yeah, Chicago. Desperate Tesla owners in and around Chicago were seen trying to charge their vehicles with no luck amid frigid temperatures that have gripped the Midwest. Charging stations have essentially turned into car graveyards in recent days as temperatures have dropped to the negative double digits, according to Fox Chicago. Nothing, no juice, still on 0%. Tyler Beard, who had been trying to recharge his Tesla at an Oak Brook, Illinois, Tesla supercharging station since Sunday afternoon, told the news outlet. And this is like three hours being out there after being left out there three hours yesterday. Mm -hmm. Now, I suppose to put this in context, there are a lot of gas cars that didn't start over the weekend. You know, it's pretty damn cold. Yeah, but I wasn't sitting at a Super America for three hours waiting for it to... (laughs) fill up no there's a way to get a gas car started right you can jump it that's right you can push it you can whatever uh beard and several other tesla owners were trying to charge their cars amid long lines and abandoned cars at other tesla charging stations in the chicago area 
that people have abandoned some in some cases. They've abandoned their cars. Kevin Sumrak told the Fox station that he landed Sunday night at O'Hare and found his Tesla dead and unable to start. He was forced to hire a flatbed tow truck to haul the vehicle to a working charging station. A visibly frustrated man stands... Oh, that's a cut line. <laughs> Damn it, I always read those cut lines. Turn to um, seven. But it was a picture of a visibly frustrated right. guy. Visibly yeah. frustrated. Yeah. Accentuating. Right. Apparently, the cold weather is not kind to the battery systems. Can, can I throw in you just may. a little aside about that guy? What an idiot. Really? You live in Chicago? And you knowing what you know about place. Chicago weather? Yeah. You drove your dumb battery car to the airport and let it sit? It's on you, dumb-dumb. Anyway. It's not plug-and-go. I didn't know this about these things. You have to precondition the battery, meaning that you have to get the battery up to the optimal temperature to oh. accept the fast oh. charge, oh. said Mark Bielek of the Chicago Auto Trade Association. So she might take a fast charge in your garage mm -hmm. where it's maybe 35 degrees instead of 35 below. But you leave your car at the airport and you come back after four days. She's deader than a doornail. But the other problem is she's cold. Remember the GLer that left the truck running at the airport? Yeah. He was, was a, a pilot? truck. It was Pete. Pete. Yeah. <laughs> They're all taking bets. They're taking bets on when it would die. It never died. It was a big GM diesel or Ford diesel. So you running. have to buy your Tesla an electric blanket. Apparently. And yeah. then you've got to find a place to plug that in. Okay. Back to Trump. Do you think uh, many people do, but I think they're in the minority. Do you think people want electric cars? Shoved no. down their throat by a government Percentage-wise, no, no. no I think percentage many wise. people believe that, yes, that's a fine option if that's what you want to buy. But no, I don't want it shoved down my throat. Well, you could say the same thing, Joe, about um, the uh, global warming nonsense. The voters don't care. Well, let's, let's, let's go right to that, shall we? I just have a lot of material that reinforces the idea that the reason Trump is appealing is because he's not a politician. He looks at this stuff, and despite his uncouthness, he's he's as B as in B, S as in S, like we do. But he's not. He doesn't want an electric car. No, but he's not also like Governor Ventura, who was not a politician when when he when he ran. Um, but he was cordial. I, I just can't get over. Well, the they fact both that they both have similar they both have similar characteristics. <clears throat> Perfect. Sure that's a compliment. Yeah. <laughs> well, they're both the anti-politician, right? But I think there's a difference. Much, yeah. In that Jesse, Jesse's convictions are his convictions. I believe that he thinks that. Right. I, I, I don't with Trump. And, right. and but does I, he have any convictions? Well, and the other Thank part you. about <laughs> Jesse is we all identified he was one of us. Jesse was, right? Well, he makes you wish he'd run again. I still am. <laughs> well, you're not running again. No, we were his I'm special. One of you. We were his turkey necks. That's what yeah, we were. Turkey yeah. necks. Proud to be. <laughs> the one. What is the? Does Trump have one conviction? Uh, I can't think of himself. That. Well, okay. Yeah, himself. <laughs> I, I don't think he's. He doesn't give a, a hoot about policy. 
Uh, that might be his conviction. His, his one conviction might be the way I'm going about this is the correct way, and I'm going to remain true I, to it. I, I think his biggest conviction, and I, I think it's true, at least I feel it is, uh, is that he loves this country, and he does think that this country is the best in the world. I think I, I think he believes that, that. and uh, I, I think that might be one of the reasons he's so popular, because he's not here to rip this country. Well, what, hmm. Go ahead. Well, why does he? Why does he rip military service? Why does he why? rip military members? Of, why? of all the things that that's what drives me mad the because most. He doesn't have that. His connectors don't connect. I can't stand his treatment of, for example, John McCain. Yeah, I find it revolting. Well, he is a New Yorker. What's that got to do with it? Well, I'm just talking about well, how. And, oh. Go ahead, Rick. I'm but sorry. I, I'm just going to say they're always up front. He was chasing leg around Manhattan for about five years while McCain sat in a bamboo hole. Right. I, yeah, I don't, I don't understand what military would be an untouchable. But again, it comes down to that's yeah. When that's. when we're all going to the ballot, or in this state, when you start sending them off, you know, in a couple of weeks, we're all coming down to who who do I. Who do I identify with more? Stop. We need a veteran to tell me how are you how are you letting that slide? How how is rural America with their patriotism? And of course we're patriotic too, but how, how does how does veteran America let it slide the way this guy has treated McCain? Options. I want to know. Yeah. I want to know the answer. Be how do you rationalize that? But when you look, say at Twitter or X, whatever. It's split. It's 50-50. You got veterans saying, I, you know, I wouldn't vote for this guy if my life depended on it. Look how he's treated veterans, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. And you got the others saying, well, he'll defend our country, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. So I don't know that you'll get honest answers. I mean, you'll get honest answers, but you'll get different answers, just like you will with any other question. You'll get no firm conclusion. Exactly. Yeah. But I know what he said about McCain. I watched him say it. Well, what about what he said about people that go join the army and go to war? They're losers. Yeah. I, I mean, that alone tells you all you need to know about what he thinks of the military. He just has no editing filter at all. That's right. It's his connectors don't connect. And you know me, the amateur shrink. I'm saying this all <laughs> has something to do around the age of seven. He saw something, he, he experienced something. something. You know his upbringing wasn't right. You know that. Because he's missing huge chunks of humanity. Big. If you could diagram his brain, it'd be like Swiss cheese. There's pieces missing <laughs> that would would allow him to be able to deal with empathy to other human okay, beings. He okay. does not have that. And then what does that tell you? That half of this country would rather identify with him than vegetable brain that's running you know, the country right now. Th that's a good point. There's people that are so uh, dis. What's the word? There's disaffected. Yeah, by what's going on in in this country, that they will support him, and they'll ignore I see that. Our college students. <laughs> And let me just tell you, I love Gen Z. I don't know if something, you know, I love Gen Z. Do you want me to get sick? So, okay, for the older adults, so this is going to be a humbling thing I'm about to share with you. If someone is 18 years old today, 
They were born in 2005. Oh, <laughs> oh yeah, check that out. Think about that what for a minute. <laughs> what, what is that idiot talking about? Well, that's hey, another thing people are tired of. That's why idiocy. he just won 99% of the sure. comments. Well, I think Reavers has a point. The DEI but, and the FAA. Uh, electric cars not starting in the cold winter. Uh, it's on and on and on. And we're sitting on, uh, Jordy alerted me to a piece, we're sitting on untold amounts of gas and oil uh, and being held back from seizing it. You want That's not my country. John, what were you going to say? I was just going to say, we keep saying that about Iowa. Again, 14% of registered Republicans voted. 7% of registered Republicans voted for Trump. Okay, what, I mean, if, that's a, what if 90% of registered Republicans voted? You don't think the result would have been the same? I don't, yeah. But yeah. I think he still would have won. Yeah, yeah, I think he certainly would have won. But I think it would have been closer, obviously. Oh, we'll see in New Hampshire, which appears to be a bit more of a... But once again, though, it just comes down to options, Joe. You're going to get two yeah. options. Weather was pretty bad yesterday, too. Does that figure in anywhere? I'm it sure was, in the numbers. was awful in Iowa yesterday. Did you guys know that, though? If someone What's is that? 18, what? they were born in 2005. I did not know that. Oh. Wow. I don't know why. I'm just glad the vice president is here to remind me of To treat us like we're idiots. <laughs> With the cackling, too, because that makes it more fun. Is the American public on to the third rail? I think... That's why Trump won the first time. Are they on to it? Yeah, I think they are. And I think that's why a lot of them aren't paying attention do and you, don't care. What do you think? And this is somewhat related to what you're saying. You saw, and Kenny, Kenny makes a good point. He says they always find the, the lunatics to interview. But some of the exit polls yesterday, the people talking, where uh, people were saying, yeah, I think Trump should be a dictator. But yeah, he should get elected. He should be a dictator. I have no problem with that. I, I uh, do. I have a problem with that. Well, I, I do too, but I, I mean, <laughs> those are well, people who aren't really, but are those, as Kenny says, are they the lunatics and the press grabs them? Well, wait a minute. Is Could you call Biden the same? He's just not calling himself that. He's passing it off as a democracy or republic or whatever the hell he thinks well, he, it is. he can't get much passed with the house so i don't know that you can call that a dictator yeah and he hasn't done a whole lot of executive actions to you know he did right off the bat well he's he yeah. a lot of things around yeah yes well, which will just get turned around again if a republic once a republican right. Like, right. Yeah. right back and forth we go <laughs> why don't we come back with uh john height but first am i going to hear this yeah you're going to hear how important your heating unit is when it's this cold out okay monday it's going to get back up to the 30s but right now if it's making noise because you got it working overtime welter heating is exactly the outfit you need to use if you have questions welterheating.com is the website and they have over 120 years of experience i was updated by rick to say it's 120 years now that's a long time. They've seen changes Rick? over the years. Yeah, Rick Welter, he's a great guy. Listens to every podcast we put out there. 612-825-6867. Osti, 
His, his nickname in high school, Osti. I didn't know that. Yeah, he was a he was a, a little weird, but it's okay. He's he's better now. Six one two eight two five sixty eight sixty seven. And again, it goes without saying that it is important that that be working properly, no matter what the temperature is. Air conditioning, your air purification system, they can do it all. That's four generations with the Welter family. They're located in Minneapolis. Whoever answers the telephone is human. So if you want to talk to someone and check out their blog. Welterheating.com, click on the blog. You might get a question answered without even talking to the Welter family. Make sure your home is Osti Toasty Warm with a visit to Ray and Welter Heating online at Welterheating.com. So, so I mean. Kirk Cousins couldn't get a vaccination because of religious considerations. But he can go to Antigua and get stem cell shots. I think you're reading way too much into the vaccination with religion. He just didn't want to get it. I think that was probably more like... Honestly, I'd never heard that before. But that's why he didn't... Why do you think he didn't get it? That's what he was touting. Oh, maybe he, I, well, I, I, I don't know. That's the first time I'd ever heard that. <coughs> Excuse me. Price of a Tesla anywhere from 38.9 to 79.9. <laughs> do they still make a Roadster? And didn't, uh, didn't they at one point? Here's the three of the four models I see is a Model 3, a Model S, a Model Y, and a Model X. And uh, that's all I know. All right. Uh, let's see. John, when you get to your midway point. Yes, sir. Will you throw it to Rook, please? Yep. Rook, John's going to throw it to you at the at halftime. Got the great letter from a lady, Kenny, uh, touting uh, a mayoral candidate in St. Paul, but but she had the great P.S. Uh, it's my son. I got a 1977 <laughs> oh. MGB with forty thousand miles on it that I've owned since 1989. Are yeah. you interested? Well, yeah. Hello. Yeah, of course I am. And it's got two wheels. Well, I'm not going to check it out till spring. Oh, and she's wheels. she's not even worried about selling it until spring. Uh huh. How is she happily married? Uh, I don't know. <laughs> Wait, what is you know? Maybe is? there's there's a test drive in your future. No, what Kenny's <laughs> saying is what Kenny's saying is. Oh, come on. <laughs> Good timing, readers. Real good timing. I don't like our new system. I miss our old one. And well, you can leave that running, baby. That's what Kenny's saying. All right, you ready? Ready. John North American Banking Company brings you your newscast. North gonna... American Banking. What, Rook? Yeah. Is there an add-in? I'm sorry, Chris. Did you say that already? Yes, Kenny's going to gotcha. do one here. Okay. I am? Maple Right Grove. here? Yeah, Maple Grove, please. Right now. I thought I said that. Right now? Yes, please. John was asking within. Yeah. When you get to your midway point. Do Rook. Yeah, yes. no, I was talking about in, coming in. Yes. Now. Huh? So Kenny's huh? got one here. 
Joe, do I do an ad here or not, Joe? Yeah, I wish somebody knew. <laughs> Joe, what do I do in the middle of the news? I, I have no idea. <laughs> <laughs> all right. You know what? To hell with all of you. The earth is not your mother. The Joe Suchere Show. The wi winter whiteout sale still happening at Maple Grove Lock and save through the end of the month. We can save up to $700 on select white Liberty safes. That is uh, one of their lines of Liberty safes. Pretty good one, too. You can guard those treasures with the best in American-made security. Uh, the winter whiteout sale features exclusive savings on the pre premier Liberty safes. Uh, but get that peace of mind. Act fast. Do it now. Um, this season, best fire protection from the safes made right here in the USA. If Americans building them, fully transferable lifetime warranties. And don't forget, courtesy of Rich, professional delivery and installation available. Be sure you ask him about that when you pick up the phone and give him a call. 763-494-9075. The showroom, 6901 East Fish Lake Road. He's open Monday to Friday, 8 a.m. until 5 p.m. If you want to learn more about the $700 in savings you can get on select Liberty uh, White Liberty safes, log on to the website, maplegrovelockandsafe.com. Here's John Height. Thanks, Joe. This news update brought to you by North American Banking Company. Three school districts in central Minnesota say they dismissed students early yesterday after they each received a threatening phone call. Fergus Falls Public Schools says McKinley and Adams Elementary Schools, as well as Kennedy Secondary, which includes both the middle and high school, each got a call around noon threatening the safety of those in the building. Specifically, the district says the caller threatened to shoot through the school's windows. The district went into a lockdown, called officers to each district building. Fergus Falls Public Schools said the decision was made to close early and buses picked up kids starting at 1.30 and all after-school activities were canceled. About 20 miles north, Pelican Rapids Public Schools said someone made a similar call to their district. That prompted a response from the police and the Ottertail County Sheriff's Department. And about 120 miles east, someone called the Aitken High School office at around 1 o'clock, made a threat which led the district to go into full lockdown. That was lifted at around 2.20 in the afternoon. Students were sent home. All after-school activities canceled. Grand Meadow Public Schools also received a threat on Sunday, which closed schools on Monday. It's unclear if any of those are related. Yes, sir. I thought schools were off for MLK Day. I was just going to ask the same thing. Hmm. Were Twin City schools off for MLK Day? My kids weren't in school yeah, everybody. What they doing out in Fergus Falls? Maybe they yeah. haven't heard about it. That's really bizarre. Yeah. Fergus Falls, Pelican Rapids, and Aitken all had students in the schools when huh. this happened. So huh. maybe not everybody uh, uh, acknowledges that. Maybe holiday. maybe people don't worship at that altar. Hmm. I don't know. A 37-year-old man is hospitalized after a shooting in downtown St. Paul yesterday afternoon. Officers responded to the area of 5th Street East and Cedar Street across from the Green Line Central Station about 4 in the afternoon. They located a man suffering from an apparent gunshot wound to his abdomen near the Alliance Bank Center parking garage. Paramedics rushed the victims to Regents Hospital with critical injuries. His condition was upgraded later to stable. Investigators soon arrested a 20-year-old suspect who remains booked at Ramsey County Jail on suspicion of aggravated assault. Formal charges are pending. Cool story from the uh, Star Tribune. A motorist jumped out of his pickup truck on a West Metro highway 
into the cold Monday afternoon, did what he called a baseball slide down a snowy embankment and rescued a driver whose box truck plunged into the icy Crow River. Whoa. It it all happened on and beneath Highway 101 in Rogers, a truck (laughs) heading north on Highway. I mean, that's pretty, that's pretty. It'll happen. Oh, okay. Yeah. (laughs) We got him. How are you guys impressed by that? You can, you can, yeah. I'm very impressed. I, yeah. That should be everybody's um, reaction. I was very impressed yeah. too. I'm, I'm yes. happy for the guy. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Sure. Yeah, because you two are out, you know, saving. Uh... <laughs> I would call. Broken Joe, why don't you like people? I don't understand. Well, that's not yeah, it. What's truck, the matter with you two? Truck heading north on Highway 101, about 315, hit the right guardrail and sign, veered to the left hit the left guardrail, and launched down into the river. Christopher Kirk was the first of several vehicle occupants who parked on the shoulder, clambered down the river in an effort to help James Knoll of Fridley, whose truck landed on its wheels with the cab only partly above the surface. Kirk said he was in his pickup when he saw the box truck launch straight up into the air. He called 911, did a baseball slide on the snow, ran down there, he arrived to see the driver pinned in the cab with his seatbelt still on. Mm-hmm. Kirk said his left shoulder and head were in the water. I saw someone who was on the border or the edge of dying, and I just wanted to help the guy out. Standing up to his waist in the water, Kirk felt the current moving as he saw the driver facing to the right to get his mouth out of the water. Kirk said that with what strength he had combined with what the driver had, we were able to get him into the flatbed behind the cab, now exposed with the box that was gone from the impact. I asked him if he was okay. He got an affirmative response, and Kirk said, I just said, then let's get the hell out of here. As the two started their ascent, other good Samaritans made their way down, helped the driver back to the highway. Nall, his vehicle's only occupant, was taken to a nearby hospital for treatment of what the lieutenant uh, in the highway state patrol described as minor injuries. Trooper asked Kirk to stay at the scene. He did. He said he went in his truck, though. I turned up the butt warmers and turned up the heat. Kirk said that when he relayed what happened to his wife, she said, I deserve an award for being a hero and for being an idiot. And then he ended with, and all I could think of was Martin Short. I'm not a great swimmer. I'm not a strong swimmer. <laughs> well, good for him, man. That's Joe and Ruck saw that at least six times last week, though. What? Oh, yeah. That's it's, why it's you weren't Yeah, you know, <laughs> happens all the time. I, I question your credibility as an American if you don't do exactly what this guy did. Good point. Yeah, good point. Well, I, I'm in, I, I didn't say I wasn't impressed by what it. What the I hell? Kenny's got us pinned as someone who wouldn't. You, have... I don't understand why you hate um, humanity and humans the way you guy? do. I I, you know what? Is, I'm not going to sit here. <laughs> I am not going to sit here and let you badmouth this country. Look at that. Uh, that uh, that guy's an American hater. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I have a question about this story. Were road conditions poor? In other words, is this a case of guy behind the wheel not paying attention? Listen, meathead, if you know you're going to go into the ditch and it doesn't look good and there's obviously you're going to go flying off a precipice, when in doubt, throttle out. Good point. Good point. Just get on it. See what happens. Well, because Kenny, I know they had some weather in Wisconsin. From the border in Hudson to Illinois, 22 jackknife semis I saw on Saturday. 22. Uh, what was the road <laughs> surface like? The road conditions were fine. The, the day prior, they had got they received a lot of snow, but William kept count. We got to 22. 
it, it, it's my tendency to blame the windshield lickers that are driving these things. Yeah. You know, they're nothing but steering wheel holders these, uh, these days. But how many of those jackknives were the result of motorists around them being really, oh, yeah. really stupid? That's a good point. I you know, thought of that. You can't really make a call on. Doesn't jackknife suggest you've had to hit the binders? Yeah, or, or you lost it. Yeah, yeah, you lost You're trying control. To correct. What were the driving uh, conditions, like say in suburban Buffalo? What what did they? Didn't make didn't her. get that far. Okay, we didn't make it that okay. far. Great weekend for the University of Minnesota dance team. They won a national championship and a weekend of online accolades. Assistant coach Tina Tumbleson said the team was elated and proud after the University. It's a hell of a name for a dance coach. It's perfect. It really is, yeah. Tumbleson. And they won the Universal Dance Association College Nationals in Florida. She said the amount of support we received here in Florida and back home around the globe, it's been amazing. The team competed in two dance categories, winning its 22nd national championship for its POM performance, a style that involves holding pom-poms. But it was the jazz routine choreographed to Aerosmith's Dream On that went viral over the weekend. Videos all over YouTube and TikTok. A sequence in the choreography took the dancers through a long series of one-legged spins, ending with all 20 dancers flipping an aerial turn. But they the finished US. second, right? <laughs> they huh? finished first in the pom No, they won. Yeah. No, but yeah. overall, they didn't win the event. What? What is your problem? Seriously, no, why they, do you hate the U of M the story dance team? Started with, by the official. My God, they're just doing the best they can, Joe, in those generic, <laughs> awful-looking swimsuits that, that look like they were issued at a prison. Uh, and, and I thought they didn't finish number they, one in the they won. They won the twenty their twenty-second national championship in the Palm Performance. Okay, but overall, who won the damn thing? Well, I don't know. Michigan, I think. They got robbed by the officials oh, is what I'm trying to tell you. Robbed by the yeah. officials, huh? Yeah. yeah. Sounds like a Vikings game. That, uh, um, that, uh, that guy's an American hater. That's right. <laughs> Why don't we take a break and, you know, have Joe settle down just a bit and uh, let's hear from Rook. And then we'll be back, by the way, with lots more political news. So All good. Look forward to that. <laughs> <laughs> okay, let's time to clean up the old house. I talked to you earlier about your heating unit, and you want to go to Welter for that. Well, there's only one name for the carpet cleaning, and that's the professionals at Zero Res. There's only one name for your air ducts to get Zero Res clean, and that's Zero Res. Now's the time to do it. They've been in my home, and you know what? Yeah, this might be a tough week to have them come out and uh, clean your carpets, but... Get on their schedule before spring, actually before January 31st, because you're going to get the Zero Res Rookie Special, the Gotta Love It Guarantee, three rooms, zero resified, starting at just $119. Don't forget about the uh, air ducts. Yep, this month, 75 bucks off when you get your air ducts, zero res clean. Call them. They are professional. 4.9 rating on Google, 17,000 reviews, and I love the fact that I've used them several times, and each and every time, they do a fantastic, professional, courteous, and quick job. 952-Z-E-R-O-R-E-Z online. Sure. ZeroResMinnesota.com. ZeroResMinnesota.com. Make sure you tell them you want the Rookie GL Special, and they'll jot it down. Spelled forward or backwards, it's spelled the same, Zero Res. I thought you were doing a bit. What? 
What place did they get? No, I, I thought they did. I thought <laughs> the they, routine. This is from Maria. They took second in the jazz. Yeah. Okay. Council yeah. members. See, first in the pond. The, the routine that went viral <laughs> took second place. The palm performance that won was a different routine. Joe is right. They got robbed for the uh-huh. dream Thank on you. routine. Thank you. That's Maria. Yeah. I know Council my, members. I know my dance shit. Yep. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> he watches it all the time. <laughs> uh, those uniforms though were sad they really did look like they were prism issued bathing suits you know, oh, cashews really? yeah i'm not really a cashew call guy call me now yeah call me now oh, who, is, who is rodney dangerfield's lawyer and doctor do you remember the dr vinnie boom Boomba, right yeah dr vinnie boom all right and who is the lawyer that i don't know so i i need to have uh you fell father's Bots. way in. I made this mistake. So I said, uh, you know, in referencing the snow, because yeah. we had to turn around. And so I said, I don't think the heavy stuff's coming down for a while. I didn't see that. Obviously, William didn't understand the reference right. point. So I did let him watch the movie. Well, it'll never be the same. He laughed his ass off. And he off. loved the chipmunk. Yeah. Was, it, um, was that... Uh... John Candy and no, that was uh, no, Bill Murray. Wow. Fifty. Oh, the rain, the yeah. snow. Oh, okay, yeah. Oh, okay. Years ago, ago, emergency began its run on TV. I don't know what that is. Fire, John Gage, Randolph Mantooth, BF- Rampart KMG three six five BFD. This is yeah. why you are out of touch with the general populace. No, I'm with you Joe. Know. I don't I remember the show but I never saw an episode. But that's that the, era. I didn't see any TV. What was the name of the cook? Uh the Shorty. Chet. Chet. No, Chet was the always cooking chili. <laughs> I, I like Shorty How about Dixie. Dixie. That was NASCAR Kelly that uh, threw that tweet out there. Yeah, thank you, Kelly. I, I just was, responded too um because that was uh, Emergency Adam 12, Wild Kingdom. Yep. And oh, uh, Adam 12 was great. And Which Lawrence Welk. Which one was Shad? Was moron spent too much time Star on Trek. TV. Rook? Wasn't he emergency? No. No. Emergency. He, Rook. Was he was that TJ Hooker? Yeah. Was watch that anything good? No. John we had one channel. about Julie London. Yeah, Is it Bobby Truth and Julie London? Yeah, right? How many channels yeah. you have up there? I bet you had one. Okay. I never yeah, saw we it. Did. But, uh, oh. They're both yeah. legendary jazz singers, of course. Julie London? Oh, yeah. Julie London made some great albums. Oh, Julie sure. Lennon was not. I bet she eyes. was a monster. She was a monster. No, oh, her her husband who played really the doctor good. on the show, Bobby Troop, was a monster. He wrote Route sixty six. As a matter of fact, yeah, we ready. Cookie, cookie, let me your comb. Yep. No, not the show. The song, God Almighty. You know, I'm never no. talking music with you idiots again. Never. <laughs> Wait a minute. Who wrote Route sixty six? The song. Yeah, Bobby Troop. Not Who's Chuck on? Berry or back in the wasn't that uh, old Root blues song? That was it's an old jazz tune. That was yeah. Marvin Berry. Come on, you gotta be kidding me! If you ever think the Moto West, take my advice, take the highway. That's the best. <laughs> I could swear you said you hated that song, John. The rock and roll version oh, was better than that jazz. The rock and roll version sucks. Stones wrote that song. Not. Oh, that I never heard Chuck good. Berry do it. I heard the Stones version, which was awful. Oh, I love the Stones. Replacements. Version. You don't uh, know anything, John. Replacements, replacements is the Stones version. Just yeah. destroyed it. It was all so awesome. Half in the bag. 
No, I think they were all the way in the bag. Oh, all right. <laughs> Marvin Berry wasn't bad on Earth Angel. I don't know if he wrote that, but he could put a good rendition of Earth Angel. Joel, <laughs> I love you, Earth Angel. Where are you on your Back to the Future history? Yeah, what do you I, know? I might have seen the movie. Come on, once. Doc Baker, let's go. Joe, how about the What's young the Jane Fonda? Capacitor? I'm watching a movie now with the young Jane Fonda. I wish you wouldn't watch movies. I got to tell you, Joe, it's very distracting. Very distracting. I love Joe. I wish you wouldn't watch a movie. Very... I can barely pay attention to GL because of this movie. It shows because you often repeat things we've talked about the previous five minutes. Yeah, that's Because you're job. enamored with some two-bit afternoon movie. You know, it'd be really hey, cool if, if we could get rid of the camera part. I could hit mute and I could just practice guitar while I'm listening. Right. <laughs> We ready? <laughs> Joe, would you prefer I get a stick and whittle on the stick? <laughs> whittle. <laughs> I'm paying attention. That's disturbing. I know. <laughs> You're so easy, Such. Oh, so, so I can do my Hofferman water. He's a man who spends hours you. in hardware stores, <laughs> sifting through the nuts and bolts of life. Joe Sushiro. 612-895-2440. That's the number to call to get on the schedule to have my friends at Hofferman Water come to your house and upgrade that horrific water you have rolling through the pipes. 612-895-2440. Have them come out for that free water analysis today. And I, I'm going to tell you right now, you switch to Hofferman in Connecticut, it's going to make an amazing difference in the quality of your water inside your home. I've been a customer for... Six, six, almost seven years now, and I'm very happy that I did. Hoffermanwater.com is their website. You can go online and see every single system that they have available to you and let them know you heard about them here on the Garage Logic podcast. And that's because Hofferman Water has been proudly serving the state of Minnesota for over 50 years. John. Thank you, Chris. Former President Trump, as we've talked about, scored a win in Iowa caucuses yesterday. Uh, the closest rivals yesterday were Ron DeSantis and Nikki Haley. Trump with 51% of the vote, 21% goes to DeSantis and Haley with 19%. Uh, it was a low turnout. Uh, caucus goers enduring some cold and dangerous driving conditions to meet in hundreds of schools, churches, and community centers across the state. Uh, Haley says she plans to compete vigorously in New Hampshire. And this morning, uh, there's a lot of meanwhiles today. Here's the first meanwhile. She said this morning she will not have any more debates unless they're with Donald Trump or President Joe Biden. Uh, shortly after her statement, Ron DeSantis fired back, posting on X that Haley is afraid to debate because she doesn't want to answer any tough questions. DeSantis writing, the reality is she's not running for the nomination right now. She's running to be Trump's VP. Hmm. In another meanwhile this morning, former Arkansas Governor Asa Hutchinson dropped his long shot bid to the Republican presidential nomination, ending a candidacy that was a throwback to an earlier era of the GOP, but ultimately failed to resonate in the party now dominated by Donald Trump. Uh, he was uh, pretty much, uh, he, by the way, lost to everybody, including a fellow by the name of Ryan Binkley, a pastor who didn't qualify for any of the debate. So Asa did not get many numbers yesterday at all. He lost to the bank? He, he did. The banker? The yeah. banker? Hey, Binky. Yeah. Binky. Going on there. Bankster. 
Hutchinson was the last GOP candidate remaining in the race who was willing to take on Trump directly. In a meanwhile, from late last night that we mentioned earlier, Vivek Ramaswamy, a multimillionaire former biotech executive, ended his White House bid and endorsed Donald Trump after his bid caught attention but failed to catapult him high enough in the Republican Party's first nominating contest in Iowa. And uh, I guess in another meanwhile, one last note on Donald Trump, his Truth Social account today re uh, releasing an avalanche of posts attacking E. Jean Carroll, who is suing the former president for defamation. A jury in New York City determining what damages he owes Ms. Carroll, whom uh, Trump defamed by repeatedly calling her a liar and denying that he sexually assaulted her. This is the second trial stemming from defamation claims brought by Carroll. A jury already found him civilly responsible for sexually abusing her in the 90s. He continues to claim he never met her and repeatedly mocked and ridiculed Carroll in the wake of that verdict. Carroll was awarded $5 million in that trial. The Supreme Court today passed up a chance to intervene in the debate over bathrooms for transgender students, rejecting an appeal from an Indiana public school district. Federal appeals courts are divided over whether school policies enforcing restrictions on which bathrooms transgender students can use violate federal law or the Constitution. In this case, the court rejected without comment the Chicago-based 7th U.S. Circuit Court of Appeals upholding in order granting transgender boys access to the boys' bathroom. Federal Appeals Court in Richmond, Virginia, also has ruled in favor of transgender students, while the appeals court based in Atlanta came out the other way. Legal battles over transgender rights are ongoing across the country. At least nine states are restricting transgender students to bathrooms that match the sex they were assigned at birth. Now, here's some real controversy. The world's oldest ever dog, Bobby, who died in October, reportedly aged 31, has provisionally lost his title as no. Guinness World Records investigates really? his age. Really? Spokesperson for the company said, while our review is ongoing, we've decided to temporarily pause both the record titles for oldest <laughs> dog pause, living. I get it. I get it. P-A-W. <laughs> I, I didn't get it, but thanks. Really? You Pause had to spell it for reverse? P-A-W. <laughs> Pause both the record titles for Oldest Dog Living and Ever Just Until All of Our Findings Are in Place. Now, Bobby's age. Excuse me. Dog walks into the bar and says, who shot my paw? Wolf. Bobby's you, age. You see him as shooting this, his paw or yeah. his father. That's the yeah. you have to make that determination, yeah. and that tells me what kind of psychological profile we can um, assess you with. Thank you. Would you, would you. Could you roll up a newspaper and smack him for me? Yeah, he's giving me that look. You know. See, I got something you can tell zero rest. What? There was a there was a, a dollop of white paint hmm. on some carpeting in the house. You live an exciting life. Yeah, and I. Uh, I said you know, to myself, you know, I, I, can, I can get that off okay. there. And uh, I started with a box cutter. That that's too that artillery what? was too heavy. So I, I laid off that. But then I found, I rooted around in the can, and I came up with uh, oh, a little, I guess you'd call them little cosmetic scissors, very delicate. Okay, yeah. And then I knelt down there, and I snipped the paint. Uh, in the exact shape of the nub of carpet that the paint had come to rest on. Okay. And yeah. it's gone, and now you cannot tell there was white paint. And there. now there's a nice quarter-sized hole no, in the room. that's the thing. You can't tell. What? I did it perfectly. Hey, hey. 
What huh. room was painted? This was a bedroom. Who painted it? Well, not me. Okay, I didn't think so. Yeah. She painted You're it a, uh, dressed in not black. Not her either. You're a hell of a man, Joe Sushi. Well, I just wanted You're to point that out. Man. I, I meant How to, long did that take you? Eh, not long enough. Okay. I needed another project when that was done. What did so. you do next? What did you have for lunch that day? <laughs> oh. Mutton? <laughs> you have mutton again? Mutton. Go ahead. In, in Florida. Wait. Po- yeah. Wait. Finish what? that story. Oh, you want me to go back to Bobby? <clears throat> okay. Oh, I'm the sorry. dog story. Yeah. Now that you meant my story. I, it had been so long, I thought maybe I'd just move along. Bob you, was suggested. Bobby, as uh, his age is, would, uh, was initially confirmed by Servicio Medico Veterinario de Municipio de Liera, which Uh-oh. said he had, he had been registered in 1992. <laughs> well, a Portuguese government authorized pet database verified that. So he would have been 31 and 165 days old when he died in October. However, suspicions began to emerge soon after Bobby's death regarding the evidence that reportedly proved his too, uh, true age. A spokesman said Tuesday that the formal review occurs when a record title is challenged and involves analyzing existing evidence. So we'll find out later if Guinness gives Bobby the record back. Who was the guy who built the cabin in Alaska? Dick Prennicky. Dick Prennicky. I've often wondered... Uh, like if if a mouse was living in that cabin, yeah, yeah. would he have befriended the mouse? Yeah, he did, in fact, oh, really? with a mouse. Yeah, and the local birds. I can't remember the strain of birds, but they're the ones. Uh, they're really agreeable to landing on your hand yeah. if you offer them. What food. about a bug? If well, there was a bug in there, wouldn't you be tempted to even have that part of the? Actually, the Alaskan state bird, if I remember right. Oh. I'll look that up. Uh, not, bugs. Mm-hmm. Not only did Dick Prennicky. Um, befriend because there would have been bugs in those logs, yeah. But not only did he befriend the mouse, oh, he no. named him, he named him Mickey. And Mickey Mouse went out to California to have a great career in cartoons and children's stories. Dick Prennicky, you know, there were some conversations back there. Okay, you can stop talking now. Yep. Uh, wow. the willow parmigan is the funny state bird of Alaska, and that's not what he befriended. Oh. But he was a friend to all animals. Yes. yes, welcome all. He only harvested what he needed. <laughs> no, do you think he'd have an issue getting white paint out of his carpet? Uh, <laughs> that would not have concerned him. He would not have had carpet. Got dirt it. floor in that cabin. It mm-hmm. was dirt floor. Seriously? Yes. Why wouldn't he have built a floor? He what was are you, so talented. He's going to have some floor company come in. No, no. But he, I mean, he <laughs> would build. I'm not. You know, he's not going to lay carpet. But uh, he was so talented. You think? Well, I am surprised to... he didn't have a wood floor. Yeah. I, uh, I do, you guys got me thinking. I had his book, and now I don't have any idea where it's at. Did I loan it to one of you guys? You know I, that the temperature in there was probably never higher than 47 degrees. Right, when it was 40 to 50 below yeah, outside. Yeah. Right. Well, Man, that's hot. I mean, that's cold. I yeah, would not have chosen that path. Hasn't been on well, for a while, has it? They would have come back and found you... Uh, Torn asunder and would, eaten by bears. I would have had a nail and a hammer and just, <laughs> not, not, you know what? I really there, don't want to do this today. You I can really find it. Build a shelter. Somewhere on YouTube, there's a, an episode of a guy that went up to the cabin when Dick Prennicky, I think it was one year before he died, and he went up there um, in a plane with Dick. And Dick, as soon as he got on the ground, just resorted to all his old habits and fixing the cabin up and doing things. and harvesting stuff it was it's pretty cool and he was huh. in the last few you know hours months of his life when he did it it's i still neat. don't get how he filmed it 
uh, with a wind-up camera. And then you could sit <clears> on the a same tripod way. and then walk yeah. off and go hunting, and the camera would capture that? Right, the same way the kids do it nowadays with their YouTube. You set it up, you roll it, and then you just edit out the part where you set up the camera and you walk. Yeah. Exactly. Garage Logic Town Council member Mark has a very important question regarding your story, Mr. Sushri. Yeah. What did the white paint smell like? Blue paint. <laughs> yes, it is. Thank you. <laughs> Thanks, John. I wonder what Dick yeah, Brown sure. thought of Patrick's dog box. He would not he have a little help. <laughs> All right. Thank you. Rookie. Yeah. I need to hear from our good nope. friends at Minnesota Masonic <laughs> Well, Charities. I'm glad you're telling me that because Minnesota Masonic Charities since 2006. <laughs> I'm glad you're telling me. Has that. done a wonderful job of being charitable through all sorts of different things. Uh, you know, they have their scholarships, and the deadline is coming up soon, so go to mnmasoniccharities.org. But they really have helped a lot of people over the years. And if you learn their story, go to their website, mnmasoniccharities.org, and look at what the Masons have done over the years. There's so many phrases that we use, uh, all sorts of building um, phrases. Yeah, they've got a whole library, and you can learn more about them at their website. They have a beautiful campus down in Bloomington, and they help people from day one until the end. Uh, learn more about them at mnmasoniccharities.org. It's really nice to see that there's an outfit that truly helps without any government involvement. They just do it out of the kindness of their heart. Yes, they get teased about the uh, funny hats and the weird handshakes and secret meetings, but they're here on Garage Logic to make sure everybody knows everything about them. There aren't secrets. If you want to learn more, check out mnmasoniccharities.org. What a great outfit. What were you going to throw in there at the end, John? Oh, nothing. It was going to be a joke. It was going to be oh. it's, it's okay if I, if I take off the rest of the show and go look for that Dick Prennicky book because <laughs> I have no idea where it's at. <clears throat> it's got to be here somewhere. You sound like the, the, the dude Lebowski. You know what, John? <laughs> what? I bet I could send you a link to that Prennicky thing I was referencing because I know I sent it to my son. Oh. Here it is right here. There you go. Uh, Patrick is in the house. More? Arrow? What do I call you? FYI? You ready, bro? Oh, I'm not. Yeah, you, comes, had it, John. you had it wrong last week, by the way, on Twitter. That's why I didn't get that one. I had a heck of a time finding you. I don't know why that is. Isn't it underscore, Mr. Underscore FYI? Yeah, Mr. Oh. Mr. Underscore FYI. Because I know when I tag you in the GL post, I just hit FYI and it pops up. Yeah, that's what I do, and it didn't happen that time. There was, uh, I went to the one that you <clears throat> clicked on, and it was somebody with no followers and no anything and hadn't posted anything. <laughs> I was a little confused. Huh. What was the assignment? Oh, uh, Angie wanted you to write a song. Get right on that, would you? <laughs> I was just going to ask. I can't remember what it was about, though. <laughs> It'd be nice if you'd play along. Have some play fun. Along, you don't Come always on. have to be so serious and angry. Yeah, John. Gee whiz. Look, you got to do yeah. a liner because I can't. Oh, okay. I almost said a bad word. Okay. All right, I'm rolling.
Let's go. Yep. If you need paint removed from your carpet, call Joe's Repair and Paint Removing Carpet Service at 1-800-HURRY-UP. Joe Souchere. What are we to make of this? John Kerry is uh, leaving his post. As the czar? As the climate czar. Really? He can't be replaced. He cannot be replaced. Who's going to save the world? Maybe they solved it. His work is done. <laughs> just he just bought the new oceanfront place. And the money's gone. My work Nan- on in, Earth is in done. Nantucket. Uh, this is amazing. He was one of the leading drafters of the 2015 Paris Climate Accords. He was he was saving us. Hmm. He was fighting for us. I know he was. <laughs> I have a fighting question. When politicians say, I'm going to go to Washington and fight for you, does that make the presumption that there are people in Washington who are not fighting for me? Right. Great question. That's a a corner. Walls uses that one a lot. Yeah. I'm going to fight uh, for you. Well, who's fighting against me? His his celebration was interrupted yesterday, I saw. I didn't know he was having a celebration. Governor Walls was ha- having a MLK related. Oh yeah, I keep thinking this is Monday. Yeah, yesterday was MLK. But they were interrupted by uh, pro-Palestinian protesters. Oh, I were, see. Uh, we're very unhappy with him. Hmm. Well, I'm I'm hastily uh, going through this piece trying to find out why why our leader John is leaving us. <laughs> this is amazing. It doesn't say. Uh, I think maybe they're throwing in the towel. They're throwing in the Davis? Because it he never meant anything in the first place. And maybe somebody got to him and said, you might as well hang it up because you're not getting anywhere. Mm. Okay. He needs to. He, he's going to pass the reins, Joe. He, he's going to pass the baton. Somebody who will continue the fight. You know, going to leave happen. this week. Uh... He started this in November 2020 to take on that role to fight for us. Uh, Axios reported his departure plans. Uh, there's no, uh, there's no uh, indication here of what he may uh, be doing in the future in terms of saving us mm. and fighting for us. Because it was certainly important that we had him on board, don't you think? Oh, I, I felt way, I felt I could sleep at night. Only because they come to us all the way from Lake Las Vegas, Nevada, current home of the traveling Lyman. Mm-hmm. It's on this day, Jan 16th. And we only do it because they come all this way. On this day in 1874, Wilmer Village was incorporated. Platted in 1869, the township was named for Leon Wilmer, a Belgian agent for European investors in the St. Paul and Pacific Railroad Company. Wilmer became a city in 1901. Hmm. On this day, day? 116. In 1958, the Winona Daily News announced that 36 chinchillas, along with feed, cages, and other supplies had been donated by a student and his father to the biology department of St. Mary's College to be used in research 
on improving the breed whose fur is often made into expensive coats for women. Hmm. Huh? That made this day in history. Yeah. Some yeah. rube gave mm -hmm. uh, St. Mary some chinchillas. Yeah. Mm -hmm. they, they, they can't survive here, can they? They, uh, the chinchilla? They, I do, I, they, somebody gave them to St. Mary's College, <laughs> and there's no follow up on that. How do I, they taste? Uh, what is I a chinchilla? Chinchilla is like a little uh, lizard, isn't it? No, no, it makes uh, they're like uh, fuzzy, foxes, right? they're fur. They like, yeah. they're, like they're like they're like jalapeno poppers, they're like minks, yeah, because they make coats, the, right? Like yeah, but they taste coats, really good, John. Yeah, okay. oh, you're way you're it's it's a rodent, a yeah, they make nice yeah. jackets, it looks so. like a tiny rabbit. Yeah, it's a little chinchilla. chinchilla. Have a lot of hair in the picture, Chris. Can you make yeah. a coat out of it? Because we, we serve chinchillas at fondue parties. I'm oh, thinking of uh, chimichangas. Is that it? I have yeah. one more item for you. I do yeah. too. When you're done, Kenny, go ahead. Joe, you done? Yeah. Chimichanga. <laughs> On this date, the, the uh, village of Wilmer was platted. Yeah. <laughs> How do you know, Kenny? <laughs> What? Did I, did I say that? You did. You did. Kenny's Why? watching a Jane Fonda movie. And that oh, <laughs> <laughs> he missed that part. Oh God. I uh, I also have an item <laughs> I want to throw along. I got a message from your cousin Pat Donahue, Joe. Yes. And tomorrow night, you know, he does the Wednesday thing at Midway Saloon. Yes. And he is being joined by our other buddy PK Mayo. Oh boy. So, oh. And that will be fun. Uh, Pat and PJ Mayo tomorrow night at the Midway Saloon, six to eight, wow. Wednesday night, Wednesday the seventeenth. So uh, that would be a blast. Both great players, great musicians, I can't, great singers. I can't picture the Midway Saloon. Help me. Right, right next to the bookstore. Right on. Right in uh, Sterling. Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. Cool. Right by the bookstore. Right next, adjacent to it. Just. East. I don't know where the bookstore is. Well, it's a uh, bookstore. You it's probably. The bookstore on the corner. Right? Yeah. Chris has never read a book. So. Is Bruce. Spruce Tree Center is gone, isn't it? Yeah. They got apartment buildings here now, right? Uh, all I know is that when I was a youth, that's where I worked at Arrow Pontiac. Are uh, we shoveling oh. coal there? Or uh, what, what are we doing? <laughs> Jack of all trees. Picking dandelions. Flying cardboard. Bob no, Cratchit. That was a different place. Oh. Just, a just think. I helped get off the trucks and then drove... All of the great cars we wish we had today. 67 GTOs, Firebirds, Trans Ams. Did you have a respect for them like you do now at the time, or were you just a dumb kid? Uh, An appreciation, I, sh I guess I should say. I did not have the appreciation for what I was involved in the way I would now. Okay. But and then, dumb kid. Okay, dumb kid. To see how your life has evolved over the weekend, you cut a little bit of paint out of a carpet. <laughs> <laughs> so that's quite the, a long way from no, I guess yeah. I just mentioned that because I just was playing off your zero res ad. Yeah. And I don't think they could have done what I did. I don't think they're hiring you. Okay. I think All right. I there, just, I like, just, I just was very <laughs> proud of them. specialist? Yeah. He's living in St. Paul. Is Pat in the house? Yes. yes. Uh, Okay. Hey, GLers can't get enough of Garage Logic on YouTube. Join the thousands of GLers who have found us on YouTube. Just search for Garage Logic Podcast and subscribe for near daily content, including behind the scenes content, full segments, and video shorts. That's Garage Logic Podcast on YouTube. And also, The nice. Daily Logician is one great way to stay up to date on Garage Logic. The Daily Logician is a deep, what? Daily email sent right to your inbox. <laughs> 
with the latest news and notes from Garage Logic. Sign up right now. I don't think he's reading. At garagelogic.com, <laughs> where you'll find the Daily Logician sign up form on the right hand side of the homepage. Are you taking over promos in 2024? Brand new promo reads for 2024. What's the folder name? Promos. Promos. <laughs> Love it. That way nice. we don't get well confused done, with the. Ads. Ads. That is underlined for significance. <laughs> 2024 is going to be a blast, huh? Let's do this. Leroy Shaw. <laughs> uh, All right. I have a safety meeting at 2 o'clock, so. Just think, a year from now, you could be having that meeting with uh, people with severe psychiatric disorders and that are uh, watching the uh, dwarfism controllers. and uh, all kinds of stuff that <clears throat> would not normally be there, I guess. I curse your very name over the weekend, Such, because I have now reached the part of the restoration job with this snowmobile that you excel at, and I hate the detailing. Oh, I love the cosmetics. God, oh, it's so angry. I'm ready, Joe. What do you use to polish aluminum or chrome? What is your what well, is your product of, of choice? Well, for chrome, I use turtle. Okay, good. I have that. Chrome polish. How do you for polish a, the chrome? For aluminum, I would yeah. use a completely different product, the name yeah. of which escapes me, but I can look it up at home and send you Please a picture of that. it. It's not Mother's, is it? Because I have Mother's aluminum polish, yeah. and it's a lot of elbow grease. Uh, it can't be chrome polish. That's no, it's aluminum what, polish. Aluminum boat you're polishing up there, Kenny? I'm uh, not, don't you have a meeting? Yeah. You need to go to a meeting. I'm not trying to be a smart, <laughs> but what's the difference? In all seriousness, well, one uh, would be more aggressive than the other. Uh, yeah. Aluminum is a, it's a, yeah, it's a, it's aluminum. It's a friend. Or no, a but I meant with it, chrome is a coating. Oh, gotcha. Okay. You don't want to rub the gloss off that chrome. No. Yeah, do it, baby. <laughs> I started. Yeah, the chrome had the typical um, <laughs> surface rust. You know. And I started with SOS someone, pads. You want to have someone else do it? Oh God! Please tell him to go home. <laughs> go to your safety meeting. Yes. So to get the surface rust, I used the uh, SOS pads. Got that down, and then I went over everything with a zero. Zero zero, I think it is. Um, what is the abrasive uh, sandpaper? Uh, steel wool. Or you could use 3M Finesse it, which is a miracle product. And I would not hesitate to use Finesse it on aluminum, but I wouldn't use it on chrome. The tunnel on this thing is aluminum, yes, and I am not looking here. forward to polishing it. Patrick, what do you use to polish chrome? <laughs> It just pointed somewhere uh, in a uh -huh. No, no, the only people that saw that were the three of us. <laughs> we are still on the council. Joe, I'm ready for you. <laughs> Donald Trump sweeps Iowa. <laughs> we're still on the council, Patrick. 68% feel as though he won the election of the voters. Sweeps Iowa. Yeah. FAA sinking under DEI movement. Sinking? Sinking. What are you sinking about? Okay. John Kerry gives up the climate ghost.
Okay. John Height News. I know him. John, for some news stories. Doing it right now, Chris. Thanks, John. What's up, boys? Yo. I've been fighting the COVID, boy. Really? Did yeah. You get the COVID? Yeah. Did you really have it? Yeah. Is that, are you serious, Clark? <clears throat> the product uh, I found, Joe. Christmas vacation. So the stuff you, I'm going to. How long did you have to sit out? I was uh, in isolation from uh, Thursday night through this morning. Really? Okay. What do you yeah. mean by isolation? Well, I didn't leave the house. Oh. It's called BioClean, and it is sled bright metal polish. Okay, two ounces for ten bucks. Yep. And uh, I used a little applicator to put it on with my drill, and then elbow grease to take it off. Is this the aluminum uh, kind of the shell that's under the seat? Yeah, the tunnel yep. of a uh, snowmobile. Correct. Yeah. Yeah. Kenny, I got a question for you. Yeah, go ahead, Ben. The uh, our ice maker. We lost a piece of the thing you flip down that causes the ice to come out and disappear. And then something's wrong. So you have to order the whole piece, which is 130 bucks or something. But that's not the problem. What do you think the odds of me being able to put that back in? That would be difficult. (laughs) I would have to get it. First of all, I'd have to shoot off a minor explosion to create the hole then and then kind of try to jam it in there. What? I think what you should do is you should have me come down there. I'll load that piece of shit up, and I'll take it home, and you can order a brand new one. Yeah, a whole new <laughs> fridge. Absolutely. Yeah. My wife hates this refrigerator, too, so that might end up being what happens. Because Kenny yeah. needs himself a shop fridge. It's no, I've got the shop fridge. That came from Matthew. Still working great. But I want. I need a bath. Excuse me, a basement fridge. She got. We got the under. The, the freezer is underneath instead of on the side and she likes it on the side oh i love the underneath freezer i do too but that doesn't mean a refrigerator Mm -hmm. you pull out the bottom drawer and it's a freezer that's what we got i now have three freezers in my basement and they're all full that's because you slaughter wild animals so you can (laughs) eat for the next 25 you know what it's really gratifying having full freezers I can really imagine. Is. We yeah. had we always had one in the basement when I was a kid down in the. But he kept it stiff in there though, didn't he? Well, we would <laughs> if they couldn't pay. <laughs> <laughs> they didn't pay. We kept them. <laughs> My brother got his shotgun because the guy couldn't pay his bill. Yeah. But he had a over and under classic. So uh, okay. Treat a casket, shotgun for a casket, you know. So That's all right. Back then, yeah. You know what tomorrow is, boys? I don't know. 25th, 25th anniversary. anniversary. Of 25th anniversary. The kissing blinds. <laughs> Do you have a, blinds. Yeah. Do you have a follow-up piece coming out? I did one at 10 years. I don't have it. I did one at 10 years. We got them, and we found out that the woman standing was blocking out one of the originals. So we reshot the photo with the... So there's the four was sitting. Well, there were there were four, but the woman came from downstairs upstairs to um, sympathize with her console, friends, yeah. with her friends, and she was blocking out this one other guy. <laughs> and so we got the 
you got the original Weeping Blonde in the in the. Where in the are they? Picture. Do we know where they are yeah, now? Still around town. One of them's a singer, the Starlight Somebody, John. What, what she? Then Don't she know. All kinds of these bands around town. She was a lead singer huh. for the. Back then in ninety and ninety nine, she was uh, the starlight somebody, or I, I don't know what. Like a band that would play at weddings and stuff. No, a lot of local gigs. Really, local gigs. Yeah, she was fairly well known. Yeah, hmm. good looking gals. Well, oh, the blondes were married, great looking. Uh, one of them married a uh, executive of the Wild, who then ended up going down to. Uh, some other franchise, uh, and they moved one of the, one of the girls, one of the gals, married a some wild executive a while back. Based upon your story, saw no, that gal and said, "Hey, wait a minute I here." Know. I think the one standing up was the one that married the guy who oh. moved out of town. So I'd have to go back and look, but uh, I uh, I don't know what we're doing, but. I talked to uh, Robbie Parker today, though. Oh, boy. Our guy who yeah. was our official lines basher when we were on. <laughs> yes. Every time the lines would do something horrible, we'd get Rob on the radio to uh, be little. Your thoughts. He said he was there in Detroit for 20 years. He said they never did a thing. He said my my cell phone's blowing up with texts from people in Detroit saying, you were wrong about the lions. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, um, before you get started, I'm not going to stick around and listen. I happen to catch the second half of that game. I'm surprised the Lions won. Yeah, Seriously. They were, they they were really bad. Life. They got a few uh, helpful calls at the end. Yeah. And, uh, that was awful. I'm so glad they did, though. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It would have been. Yeah. The guys were weeping. They were weeping in the stands. They were. Wild card home. Victory. We could have a Green Bay Detroit. Title yeah, game. We could have a Green Bay, Tampa Bay title Tampa game. Bay. That would be weird. Game. Yeah, they kicked the crap out of yeah. the Eagles. What happened to the Eagles? Why are we doing the show? <laughs> anybody, <laughs> Green Bay? Wouldn't you say though? Anybody? Oh, I, no, I mean, I like Satan that. himself I like over um, Green Bay. We want hey, Green don't Bay start. to irritate the locals. I would even the KKK. I would like over Green Bay. Anybody. If Anybody. Green Bay goes back to the Super Bowl after Rodgers only got there once, it would be uh, pretty amazing, wouldn't it? Mm -hmm. they, yes. I don't think they will, but uh, what the hell? They sure as hell played like they could against Dallas. John, I was in the car driving home from Duluth, and I was listening to the Cowboys broadcast. On oh, the radio. I got oh was there Dauber down? Danny White was the color guy. He was killing them. C.C. Lamb. <laughs> Said I've had receivers like that who didn't care when they weren't getting the ball. And he just, he just, just wow. Sad. Every time they screwed up a play, it was CC Lamb's fault. I mean, CD, CD Lamb, see whatever the yeah. fudge is. <laughs> what about fudge. the body language of your Eagles? Oh my God! Oh, what is wrong with them? I don't know, but. Uh, Nick Sirianni is. He's gone. They're trying to get a guy. You fired. ready to do the program? Yeah, yeah, we're ready to do the show. Oh. Well, I've been waiting to hear this song for some time. I, yeah. I got to go home and write a call. Bye, boys. 